right. So I'm on with Jeff Mackey. Jeff, I uh, I happen to have noticed that uh, one of your favorite stocks, Target, had incredible uh, earnings report this morning and had a lot of good things to say. So I wanted to get you on the horn and uh, just have you kind of give us your take. And then we'll talk about some of the other retail reports. Um, but I, first of all, I assume you're happy. I'm delighted, actually. And, and Target is less one of my favorite stocks than sort of one of my favorite ideas. It's right. not working that well as a stock. The chart looks like a freaking train wreck and no one wants to give it a multiple. It's still at 12 times earnings, but they're capturing share and they're making money at the same time, which is really unusual in discount retail. And, you know, eventually that's got to pay off. So, you know, so, so same store sales up 4.8% and then e-commerce up 40% plus. That's, right. that's, a, that's pretty badass. They're coming off 28%. It's a real business. They're going to grow e-commerce by more than a billion. Last time we talked, we spoke about Target just being an idea, the easiest place to shop, an omni-channel kind of being your app, the corner store, wherever you want to buy stuff, that's where they're going to sell it. And that's coming together for them. And you listen to the call. I mean, I think the Target guys can't believe their good fortune. They're just like, you know, customers love ordering stuff online and then picking it up in the stores which sounds like something consultants to Target would put in a PowerPoint deck just to kiss their ass, but it's actually happening. That's actually how people prefer to shop. And if Target can get them in the store, they're able to make more money than other chains. So can they keep numbers like that up? Like, in other words, how much of that 4.8% same store sale is because the economy's great and the consumer's doing well versus like Target specific improvements? I, you know, you got to give most of it to Target. I know I'm a hometown guy. I actually do own other stocks. But the, the, you know, we heard from Kohl's, their numbers sucked. Nordstrom traffic was a train wreck. Not even Walmart really did that well. But Walmart was in the camp with Target and Home Depot, where the better players with the more cohesive business ideas are just taking share. I don't know how you quantify it, but you know, Target doesn't normally get 4.3% traffic growth, which is the growth that they saw just in people actually walking through their stores. That's not an organic thing. That's faster than GDP, retail sales. There are no numbers that compare to that. And Target's 60 years old or 57 as of last week. So, hey, you know, I mean, something's happening there that has to be Target. Okay, specific. so he, so so I, I go on Target.com. I order $70 worth of stuff. And then I go to the store to pick it up. Um, and while I'm there, I buy five other things that I forgot uh, that to buy. Or I buy groceries while I'm picking up my, my merchandise. Is that what's going on? That's the basic idea. And I think what's happening, people order the stuff that's bulky. Everyone says, oh, I like to pick my own groceries. That's because they think of groceries as produce as opposed to like, you know, a carton of toilet paper and some paper towels and some cleaning supplies and all that other stuff. No one has an emotional relationship to picking out a box of Cheerios. So if you can order that in advance and have someone from Target stuff that in your trunk, that's fantastic. It folds into your life. You're not really changing your habits. It's just a really fast trip to Target. Now, the customers who actually park and go in the store are spending much, much more than any other customers. And that's a dream for Target, because if you get them in the store, you know, that's a super loyal customer who shops at Target, both online and in person. And you're just taking a bigger portion of their wallet. All right. So what so what's going on with Kohl's and, and Nordstrom? Is it because of their their department store not selling general goods like Walmart and Target? Is it is it category or do they just not have their their shit together? 
It's private label. It, it, the difference between Kohl's, so Kohl's is trying to drive traffic through taking Amazon's returns. Now, you know, Amazon's returns is a crappy business. So someone shows up at your store carrying something that they want to send back. So already they're a pain in the ass as a customer. And they're not likely <laughs> to come in the store and buy. Already it's a nightmare. There's a reason that you don't put little post offices in the front of every discount store. And it's because that's not a great commercial transaction. So why are they Where, doing it? They think they, they're going to get a new customer base that's an Amazon shopper to check out Kohl's? They think that they're going to get someone, you know, once they see our Kohl's, they'll never go back to Amazon. Oh, no, and, no, no, no. you know, again, in their heart, Amazon is just replacing the post office with Kohl's. Being marginally better as a shopping experience than the post office is not really Kohl's goal in life. I don't think they're going to find a huge payoff from that. But Wait, that's a, that's a great that's a great slogan. We are yeah. slightly better than the post office. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk to you. You know, not right away. We still might be getting coffee like they do at the post office, but eventually we'll talk. And then, so they're handing these people 20% off at the store. You know, it's, again, just mentally, it's a huge shift as opposed uh, to about, I'm already buying things here and picking up other goods. What about Nordstrom? Nordstrom, they're playing for the long haul. It, it, this is not an official they, well, suggestion. Well, they tried to they tried to sell they they tried to find a private equity buyer. The family wanted too much money. Is that what happened? Uh, the bankers, the the rate that I heard was 13%, 14%. You're talking about companies with like eight percent net margin, so that's pretty steep for money. And then yeah. Blake Nordstrom died. He was he was genuine, legit patriarch of the family who died unexpectedly. That's a huge setback for our, for Nordstrom, for any company. And so they had kind of a soft quarter. I thought they owned it. And I'm still short Macy's. I sometimes am long Nordstrom. I'm not right now. Eventually, they get interesting. They're capturing share, and they'll continue to take share from Macy's. Because what we're really seeing this quarter, if you want a theme, and we're kind of early in the season to see a theme, but it's the haves and the have-nots. And everything, you know, the tariff pressures that you have, if we go into recession, all those marginal pressures you can put on a retailer, they surface the winners faster than you otherwise would normally see just through the process of attrition. That's the trade here. It's not a super great trade trade because as long as there's tariffs, your upside's going to be snuffed. But assuming the trade war doesn't last forever, you're building value underneath. And the companies that are actually reinvesting, it's going to pay off in the long term. Okay, so Walmart seems to be one of the haves. We talked yep. about this a little bit last time. What, like, what'd you make of this quarter? Or have they? Wait, I, did they even did they report yet? Walmart they are report? reported, and they beat. They beat by eleven some cents, and you know, because if it leads, it leads. No one really talked about that. But you know, between Walmart and Target, they have roughly a billion square feet of stores and distribution centers, which Same. is is eight, you know, probably seven or eight times what Amazon has. Anyway, so they're they're basically, there's a Walmart or Target kind of within 10 minutes of wherever someone's listening to this. There's a really good chance anyway, about a 90% chance. That's a supply chain that Amazon just can't replace by, by stuffing that inventory into FedEx or those little vans or some other type of concept, 400 Whole Foods stores that are located in the glitziest suburbs. They don't have the infrastructure. It's simply a matter of satisfying the demand, and Amazon doesn't have the chops to compete in physical retail yet. Is that so? Is that what's behind the Kohl's thing? It's like, all right, we found this this group. They're willing to do what we want them to do. We don't need to own it. Yeah, 
I right. think Kohl's and Amazon are both trying to do it on the cheap. And Amazon should be smarter than that. You know, they should realize that that as far as customers are concerned, you've just turned Kohl's into sort of a little Amazon distribution center. Customers, I, it's that was Target's problem for years was that the app sucked and the stores were great. But customers don't distinguish between the two. It's I all mean, one 7 Eleven has Amazon lockers in their convenience stores. <laughs> they gave them space for that. So, right. Just getting someone to swing by and get the hell out of there as fast as possible is not a good business model. You actually have to have something you can sell them once you get them in the door. All right, dude. Hey, I'm going to let you go. I appreciate your time. I'll talk to you later, Jeff. Absolutely. Happy Target Day, people. <laughs>